Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Akshay Shah, founder and CEO of iWeb, uh, making business application uh, easily uh, consumable and allowing customers to get value quickly with uh, no disruption to their existing business. Uh, Akshay is a graduate of University of Mumbai. Hi, Akshay. Welcome to ELI. Hi, thanks. Hi, Pen. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Akshay, would request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Sure. So, uh, hi, guys. I am uh, Akshay Shah, founder, IWeb, uh, founder CEO of iWeb Technology Solutions. Uh, at iWeb, we digitize universities and colleges, and uh, we work specifically in the Indian space, we are co-founders, but I'm representing them today on screen. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, can you tell us uh, about iWeb in detail? What, what are the services it provides and what are the different products it has? What is the number of employees? And before before you go on to explain this, uh, I, I found this statement in your LinkedIn page saying making business applications easily consumable and uh, allowing consumers to get value quickly. Can, can, can you uh, define uh, the statement? So, can you explain the statement? Uh, so see, in layman's language, if we see enterprise applications, if you look at B2B space, it's a complex space. Okay, we've been in this business for long enough. What we are trying to do is we are trying to simplify the complexity of large business apps, make it easier for people to consume, okay, and cost effective. That's what we mean. That's what I meant uh, by saying that statement. And as far as the business, what we are into, uh, we digitize universities, colleges, uh, our focus is India. And by digitization, I mean we automate the entire life cycle of universities and colleges, right? From student pre-admission to student exit, including the staff, administration, management, government compliance, all of that we cover on a common single platform. So what we've seen is there are many uh, products in the market which focus on niche, but when you look at a complex university or a college, what they're looking at is an end-to-end -end solution and not a niche, because that will never help them digitize fully. So our aim is to make universities, smart universities in the true sense, and digitize everything. That's our idea. Yeah, Priya. Okay. Uh, uh, now tell us what are the services uh, you provide uh, uh, to, what are the different areas you operate in uh, and who are your typical clients, what is the size of the company in detail? So, so, so basically, typically what we give is uh, an end-to-end cloud workflow-based solution. Okay, we start right from student automation, so right from pre-admission, admission, or fee collection, or examinations, results, uh, attendance, timetable, okay, and up to even assignments of students. See, due to COVID, many colleges and universities are now opting for online assignments. We will enable that. Uh, E-learning is a part, but we are more focused on edtech stats. We integrate with e-learning companies, but we are not into e-learning. We are more on the back-end operational digitization because we feel that is where the true value comes to a student or a university today. As learning wale bhot hai market mein, all of you need, you, you name them, you have them, Khan, An Academy, Udemy. So there's a lot of content available. But there is nobody to assimilate that content and give to a university or a college on a seamless platform. Okay. 
Spark solution even enables that. So we are working with a lot of many uh, open source players. Our idea is to get in best content on the platform to along with our enterprise solution and help teachers create more content and you know disperse that within students in multi universities. So going forward, our idea is to link one university to another, have them sharing of data as well as courses, and they can even share students. You know, so if they are all on a common platform, you could do a whole lot of things which is missing as of now. Every college university has their own style of platform. They're not talking to each other. We want to make this seamless, like a core banking. Aja banking mein dekh lo, ek bank can integrate with another bank in spite of them having different solutions because they are on a common platform. They have a core banking solution. Aja education segment dekh lo, to universities, colleges, and even schools don't have end-to-end solutions. That is what we are trying to solve. We want to give them end-to-end solutions so that everybody is digitized in the true sense, not just one part of it, not just accounting, not just collection not just admission the entire process including file tracking all universities may file letter jati department to the department people don't know okay you want all of this on a common platform that is our mission as far as the team size goes we are around 25 odd people between bombay and pune uh, we are mostly techies uh, we have an administration staff of around five to ten odd people but rest all are techies so basically the developers or uh, testers and analysts okay Actually, uh, as you r- rightly mentioned, uh, you, 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 uh, more, many big names are there in the educational content uh, space. For example, Anna Academy, Baiju's, or you know, beat any learning, or the typical edtech companies. If you look closely, they are not edtech companies; they are content uh, companies, uh, educational content companies. But the true edtech is in, in the technology space, the uh, technology, the core technology that is enabling uh, the those uh, uh, players uh, and you give give a nice analogy between the banking industry there is a core banking product and then there is uh, some retail uh, uh, re- or front ends like phone pay google pay taking that technology to the consumers but they are not the technology companies right so I, I, as you rightly mentioned uh, my question uh, would be uh, how what are the new technologies in uh, in the true true sense technology when i say technology what are the new technologies that are gonna come up uh, in educational space in coming days like i was saying earlier uh, i see a lot of startups working on ai ml in and around technology like we ourselves are developing a algorithm okay uh, which will track students performance and we are trying Trying to build, uh, you know, uh, tools around that, which will help students, parents, as well as teachers to understand the true journey of a student in a university or a college. Today, what happens is a counselor comes and tells you who is good and who is bad. Okay, but there is no scientific data-based, uh, you know, model which runs and says, "Hey, your five years in your university, you are good at this, bad at this." So we are ourselves are building such a algorithm on an ml technology okay uh, on our platform and i see multiple other companies doing so there's a lot of thing in and around ai ml which is happening okay there's a lot of development in and around niche automation so exams as a model if you look at people are you know automating in a very big way where uh, uh, you know uh, many people many companies are working on solutions where you could sit at home and give your exams and you are tracked properly as a new okay you are filtering or copying or you know cheating okay so there are a lot of technologies face reading is a very big uh, platform which is being inbuilt uh, into uh, education segment 
not just for attendance but also for your exam okay also for emotion mapping okay there are companies who are also emotion mapping that how tense you get when you give an exam or how tense you are in lectures and build you know various tools various uh, health tools around that various wellness tools around that so so lot of innovation is happening honestly see globally bahut ho raha hai how much of this happens in india or comes to india i don't know because of two reasons one our indian entrepreneurs it's not they are not tech savvy they don't want to do this but our our indian vcs are very typical are that herd mentality guys so you know if i try to do something new here okay i won't have the where we hold the capital the support uh, the other entrepreneurial ecosystem to support me most of them will say are nahi chalega india mein nahi hoga that's what has happened to us also nahi chalega ye nahi hoga just follow what they are doing and you will get your money or you will get the funding and honestly that's what is happening our vcs are typically herd mentality guys byjus chala to byjus jaisa aur 10 startups ko fund de diya an academy chala to uske sir 5 startups ko fund de diya but aap agar kuch naya kar rahe ho ya aapke paas competition nahi hai so this environment at least the indian environment is not suitable okay they don't support that's the honest truth kya priya hmm i think that that is a big challenge and uh, not the first time i am hearing uh, uh, this particular thing vcs are uh, funding uh, only uh, tried and tested ideas and that that that, that is a big uh, big minus for innovation uh, actually uh, we will come into the come to the vc part uh, but uh, would like to hear more from you on the edtech uh, uh, edtech possibilities uh, not very long ago i met an entrepreneur who is building uh, uh, virtual reality based uh, lab experiments platform where uh, students can perform lab experiments virtually from their home using uh, ar and vr yeah. right so uh, I, i believe you must be aware about similar sim- this is just one example can you give us uh, yeah, many many more examples yeah. like this what are the crazy things happening uh, uh, in the industry yeah so like you said virtual reality is being aggressively used Okay, not just for labs, but VR is also used for many other things. Like I said, mind mapping is a very big uh, interface being developed by most tech companies, most research companies. They want to understand more from a student's learning journey on how he can value add better. Like I, I have some corporates who come to me and also talk. Like, can you design something since you digitize universities? Can you pick a good student and tell us he is good at these things from the beginning? So when we are in the hiring mode. we have that algorithm or we have that data points with us ye student ka journey ye tha he was good at this bad at this based on how he performed and how he attended lectures this one company who tells us ye bacche ne agar mca kar raha hai to it's a technical college a management college they tell us how many queries he answered or how many queries he raised or how many sessions he participated can you build around this data point and give us value add data that when we are hiring we know this student was above the mark or smart enough so there is a lot of immersive learning we call this uh, in the edtech space happening in and around edtech ye lab wala ek example hai aisa multiple exams mein bahut innovation ho raha hai okay uh, mcq based exams hum bolte but they are so intelligent questions exams being developed every student will have a different question paper okay so there is no leak chance of leaking copying so on and so forth because every student will have different question set okay so lot of technologies are being developed in and around that mobility pe bada focus hai 
so due to covid people are forced to study from home work from home off campus technologies they say in edtech where i as a teacher don't have to go to campus but i can do everything what i'm doing in a campus so off campus technologies so bahut development ho raha hai mostly it's happening abroad but so it will pick up see india is a resilient economy so our entrepreneurs will pick that up do things but i think going 10 years like you keep on saying every decade there is some new innovation which has happened so last 10 years if they were of ecom or food tech uh, or you know delivery technologies or maybe ola uber the next decade will be for educational technology i strongly believe this decade uh, you know is for the edtech companies and since it's so less digitized in india i see a big big growth here happening going forward okay um akshay now we will uh, get back to our uh, regular co- course of questions uh, which are revolved uh, around your personal journey as an entrepreneur would like to start with uh, by asking uh, when did you think of uh, becoming an entrepreneur so yeah there was no thought in specific i want to do this but yeah when i was in college i got a good chance to work with an entrepreneur and uh, they were basically into sap systems so i learned a lot about sap while i was in college itself so when i learned about that i understood how deep it is what all it does and once i was out of college uh, or during college days itself uh, there was a big boom of it tech uh, internet had just started in india that late 90s early 2000 okay so there were a lot of cyber cafes springing up and all so always web and internet used to improve me and i used to think that we could do something around this and since i had some brief stint in my college days with an sap partner i understood how sap works so in college itself i thought if we can build something like sap but has to be local and has to work on the web uh, will make a lot of difference to today's sme world because there is no digitization with small and medium scale so see, from the beginning my aim was to digitize the underserved sme those who don't have the where with all see pehle se focus ye tha once i was in out of college or just nearing graduation so i was actually uh, a bcom grad i was doing ca uh, my dad is a ca so that was the idea you also become a ca and uh, i somehow was you know managing foundation inter ca and all but i was not liking what i was doing so and i flunked twice so then one fine day i told dad here even if i become a ca i won't be a good ca and i am liking this internet and tech and i used to code partially at home and i had this sap experience so i said can we do something around uh, web based you know solutions like erp or cloud based entm solutions can we do something around that and thoda gujarati background help dad was very supportive he said yeah don't worry you also liked it you also wanted to do it company and all so let's start up and we'll figure out how to go about so there was one of my dad's friend who's also ca and he had past experience he had done big portal design and all earlier so he had a lot of exposure earlier so i met with him his name is ketan trivedi is my father in iwe and he had the decent experience of running companies uh, he had seen the dot com bust he had a 100 crore valuation which he missed so he had been there done that in it okay and i was a newbie starting so we both thought we'll come together he is a functional guy plus done it ran companies earlier and i am more a newbie starting up we thought we'll come together and start so we started iwe uh way back in 2005 our idea that time was to digitize cloud based systems so our idea was very simple koi bhi company ko cloud based solution dena hai jo sap karta hai hum low cost pe karenge but our focus will be product we will not do services from the very beginning and that's why the company's name iweb we wanted to do things on the web 
so we did multiple uh, industries we did manufacturing automation we did textile i did uh, big names like uh, we work with reliance adag okay we work with airtel partially we work with sfa sales automation for airtel okay i did destiny i did india infoland digitization so we work multiple things till 2013 gained a lot of experience and then trained uh, you know then changed traction because honestly we understood the indian smb space is one very cost conscious second they don't understand change request they will not pay you for changes they want fixed cost projects and that's very difficult when your processes are not streamlined suppose 2013 we trained trajectory started focusing on education as a sector but yeah we had a long journey we've been close knit for long enough like over two decades i know my co-founder and the journey was nice we've been there done that uh, changed a lot of businesses ideas changed the platforms okay change trajectory change business vertical now we are more focused on education due to two reasons one very standardized education is a very standardized industry compared to others and least digitized aap aaj best of universities le lo end to end automate koi bhi nahi hai less than 5% of universities are digitized so scale is big india has 400 million plus students higher education is 40 million plus which makes it a very very lucrative industry to tabel into that's what we are doing so yeah briefly that is what how i started up and ended up doing this there was no plan i went with the flow honestly aisa kabhi socha nahi tha entrepreneur hi banna hai pa banne nikla tha went into it so maybe fate <laughs> i don't how did you find your co-founder and also if you can mention uh, how did you recruit so, like, your team as well along the way so, so like i said my co-founder is my dad's close friend Uh, he was a ca he had started up earlier he had the background he had the backing he had been there done that and brought the company to a level but then due to dot com it went bust so he was my dad's close friend he also wanted to restart his second inning okay and, and uh, do something in it i wanted to do something similar he brought the functional back, uh, background i got the tech background just uh, with hands on experience and the small sap stint what i had so that's how there was meeting of minds and we came together of course my dad was the backing for us he still a backing like without the family support you can't start up honestly so they are still the social fabric which supports us and makes us you know run every single day so uh, that's how i met ketan and we started up then there were others who joined in it's a journey so once there is meeting of mind people do join in so that's how they joined in and uh, you asked me about the team right uh, the second question was friend one more how we started up and second what you asked me uh, it's uh, the team how did you recruit your team the core team and what are the qualities you see in a person while recruiting them so 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 the core team uh, honestly we were the core initially to be honest okay then we started uh, recruiting uh, as a startup you have limited choices until you are funded if you are funded and you have a lot of money at your disposal it's different we all along being bootstrap so when you put your own money and you are running and fighting with the big guys and stuff but even today when we hire somebody we only look at two things i honestly look at only two things one power of communication i want the person to be able to communicate by communication i don't mean english i mean just be able to communicate in any language हिंदी ले लो मराठी ले लो गुजराती ले लो ईमेल ले लो चैट ले लो बट पर्सन शुड बी एबल टू कम्युनिकेट विद यू दैट इज अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट एस्पेक्ट फॉर वेना हायर बाय कम्युनिकेशन आई मीन एक्सप्रेशन ही शुड बी एक्सप्रेसिव कुछ हो रहा है तो ही बताओ नहीं हो रहा है तो भी बताओ ओके डोंट जस्ट सिट देयर डूइंग नथिंग 
nitrogen then that is one language or that is one very important aspect what i look in somebody when i am hiring and the second aspect what i look at somebody is a fire in the belly the need okay how needy is it to do this job and to do this work okay there are many people who have multiple offers they tell us i have this offer to i have this offer to i never opt for such people it's not i'm against them or it's not that i don't like it's good they get some other job and do well i am happy but i want people who are fire in the belly needy log hum jo bolte na zarurat wale log that is very important because for an organization which is scaling up down up two things are critical one the people have to stick around so neediness comes into picture you should like what is he doing he should be needy to do that he should be happy to do that and second communication okay in it honestly i'll tell you you can teach everything but you can't teach how to communicate okay so when i hire even freshers no freshers no technology let's let's be dead honest Akshay, uh, I think we are almost up with uh, with uh, time. Um, uh, so I'll I'll uh, request you to keep the answer very short. Uh, uh, I have three uh, major questions left. Uh, first thing is, uh, if you have uh, some experience in, in the funding uh, related stuff, can you can you can you can can you please share with us what was your? Yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you honestly, we. were looking at series a due to covid we have uh, changed the strategy to look at pre series a i am raising a bridge round uh, quickly if i tell you the experience is uh, mind boggling uh, we have met more than we have spoken to more than 50 vcs and none have told no but none have told yes <laughs> so people are sitting on the fence because what we are doing is something unique i have very few people who compete me so there is no competition there is no relativity so honestly if you are trying to raise money you have to be patient okay and it's not case somebody says yes you have to jump into that the dna you have to look at the fabric because honestly raising money is like marrying okay so when you marry you look at everything right okay uh, akshay my next question is uh, uh, how do you suggest our audience to start their journey as entrepreneurs see uh, there is no magic sauce for this okay or there is no theory or there is no formula for this i only believe like wherever they ask me like should we start up or who should start up or when should we start up it's like wo ghanti bajegi andar se it's more an inside thing than outside you feel from the gut you can do this and you find an opportunity see my honest view is don't become an entrepreneur just for raising money or becoming big or becoming famous okay only become an entrepreneur if you're solving a problem If you're not solving a problem, problem don't don't become an entrepreneur because you'll get stuck midway. The fuel will get over. You will lose the fire in the belly, and losing something midway or stopping something midway will be disastrous for everybody. Second, only start up if you get sleepless nights. Okay, if you don't get sleepless nights with some idea, with some product, with some plan, or with some project, don't start up. So until you get the sleepless night phenomenon or वो घंटी बजती है, don't start. this is this is not a style statement 
this is a big journey and it's not easy see if you have to be ready for giving at least 10 years of your life to whatever idea you want to start up with you can't think you can't be fickle minded you can't think two years one year three year five year doesn't work be prepared to give a decade of your life okay it's like a mango tree you grow a mango tree at the end of 10th year you might get mangoes you might not get mangoes right that's how that's how a mango tree grows entrepreneurship is very similar to growing a mango tree so if you can't give a decade don't start up my, my honest feedback to all people who want to start a startup or entrepreneurs give one decade minimum you have that patience Okay. On that note, Akshay, uh, I would like to close this session. Uh, and uh, it was a great pleasure to host you here at ELI. I think our audience would have got uh, lifetime lessons from this video. Thanks for your time, Akshay, and our uh, best wishes for iWeb. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Uh, viewers, you can connect with Akshay on LinkedIn by searching for Akshay Saha. Also, do visit their website by typing okay. iwebtechno.com. So whom do you want to have here at ELI for next episode? Do, do let me know in the comments below. We'll be back. Stay tuned to ELI.